Hello and welcome to another episode of the Football Creative Podcast. Today, me and Matt Roth chat with Marcus Marritt. We go up to Glasgow and chat with him. Uh, this is part of the podcasting tour that we did back last year, uh, back into last year. And yeah, we had a really good chat with him. Um, someone I've admired for a long time. I've loved his work for a long, long time, uh, Marcus. And you should check out his, his stadium artwork. They're really, really fantastic. Uh, and we, we go in deep into uh, bits about how to get noticed by football clubs in this podcast. And that's something that I wanted to learn um, firsthand from Marcus because he's someone that's done a lot of work with big-name football clubs. And uh, as someone that wants to do that sort of work, it's great to learn firsthand. And something that I've, I've sort of championed uh, in the community is learning from people that have done it and people that have, have been there. So uh, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing on this episode, uh, chatting with people that are doing the work that I want to do. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, share it on social media, uh, give it a like if you're on YouTube or subscribe. And, yep, I'll see you at the end of the episode. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> So we were driving into Glasgow last night. It was um, it's a lovely place. Uh, how long have you lived here? Uh, two, almost two years. Right. Yeah, almost two years now. Where are you from? Where are you from, and who are you? Uh, so who am I? Uh, my name is Marcus Marritt. Uh, I'm an illustrator. Um, that's the reason why you've got me on here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so I was born in Yorkshire. Uh, grew up in Lincolnshire. Um, uh, moved around a bit and spent some time overseas since uni, uh, and now live in Glasgow. Where'd you go? Where'd you go in uni? That sounds cool. Well, I went to Lincoln University, uh, and then it was after that um, I spent some time in Australia, and then uh, came back for a bit, and then went across to New Zealand, nice. Um, nice. and then uh, now here and happy here. Do you like travelling then? Are you travel yeah, back? no, I do, yeah. We're taking my granddad uh, to one of the Greek islands because he, he keeps saying he wants to go one more time before he dies. <laughs> I keep saying that <laughs> at the minute. Uh, so we're taking him uh, next month, uh, which would be cool. Yeah. be good. Uh, but yeah, I, um, so I grew up in the countryside and I always wanted to... I always felt like there was a, a big world out there. So uh, I... Um, really wanted to do some travel and you know uh, we haven't finished yet yeah uh, so you never know what, what might happen I love I love traveling I think it just opens you up to so many different things and perspectives and uh, especially going to Thailand I mean I know it's cliche but going to Thailand it really helped me focus and, and think about how lucky I am to live in the UK really uh, yeah. I know everyone comes okay. back to Thailand and says that but it, it really did it really yeah. did help yeah uh, just, just getting that perspective from different countries and being forced to be in, like even going to America, being forced to be in tough situations where you haven't planned too well, or, or you, yeah, you're just trying to make your own way around the country on yeah. your money. Um, it's interesting, interesting to get around. Well, um, yeah, and, and living in another country um, and just seeing, meeting people who've grown up from a different perspective, yeah. it does just widen your viewpoint mm. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So I, I was going to ask you about football illustration and your work and everything. Yeah, I was going to ask you about how you got into it. I guess I'm just telling about your story. <coughs> why, why the illustration? Well, it wasn't really till... Uh, well, I didn't study this. Uh, it was something that just developed in my own time and then became a thing I did. Uh, so I studied advertising at university, but um, that was really more of a... So I got a D at GCSE Art, so I couldn't do it at A-level. Uh, it's really frustrating when they do that. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but you so, don't say they do that. I mean, right. I was lazy and didn't do preparation work. Okay. You know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I get your viewpoint, yeah. but it, it's very easy for people to blame teachers because they got bad grades when they were young. Oh, and look point. at what I do now. Well, actually, what were you like as a school kid? You yeah. know, because mm. I think I can happily say that you know, uh, I, I I was just lazy and I didn't do. You yeah. know, the preparation work, work was always like sixty percent of the mark. Yeah. And that was the thing I didn't do, so it wasn't my fault. Mm. Uh, and then, so uh, it was. It was more of a marketing degree I did, and then um, I started off in the industry uh, in client services. Actually, mm. thinking I wanted to be a suit, uh, but then just veered away from that. Went went to art school, and then um, just to see where things might develop. And then it was when I was in work 
when I was living in, in Australia, I started working uh, in um, production mm-hmm. in ad agencies. So started to veer more towards, I guess, the direction of what I do now. And then I just started illustrating in my own time. Illustrator, it's such a self-intuitive thing mm. to use. So I um, yeah, just taught yeah, myself just that. that yeah. yeah, and then um, it was, uh, what was it specifically that I started doing with... I think for me back then, football work was a natural way for me to just practice, right? How do you, uh, how uh, just practicing using Illustrator as mm. a tool? Mm. So, and then it was actually what I really think is my kind of break with football work was um, the first year I did. Um, and actually, I think even just this one one campaign has really done a lot for, for football illustration. Uh, was the hashtag Champions Draw campaign that BT Sports did? Mm. Um, so Lee Moore asked me to get involved, and there were three seasons that I did some work for it. It was then I think it was then off the back of that that I did a nice meaty brief for um, Chelsea. And then there was some work for the FI. So it, it and then it just becomes kind of a case of yeah, you've got some examples that people see, yeah. and can we have our version of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that how most projects go? Can I have the version? Of that? No, no, no. I am really, <laughs> I am really simplifying it, and it's never been that. It's what I guess what I'm trying to say in that is that um, if you do examples of work that you want to do, uh, then uh, that is what people will see that you can do differently that other people can't do mm. so you put out what you want to get back sort of thing yeah yeah basically because that's how you kind of, that's how you then not start to art direct your portfolio yeah. um uh because if you're in a period of just um uh the briefs that are coming in and directing your work then that's mm. what your portfolio will become fuller of so it's just it's being conscious of that because that then means that as well as developing your own work you then get known as being a person that fits a certain type of brief yeah which which is a strong place to be in um so it was more it was more sort of the content that you were (coughs) drawing was sort of what got you where you were rather because a lot of people emphasize on style probably sometimes more than what they're actually drawing about Uh, do you find that you obviously because a lot of your work, I love your style, by the way, but I think Thank a lot you. of your work is very, from what Mark has shown me, is very much based on your passion for football as well. Do you find that? Um, do you find that that kind of just helped you get into the what is the style? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, having uh, it's like edit- with editorial briefs as well. Uh, so the work in your portfolio can show what you're interested in as yeah, well as it. your ability to do it, um, and so as well as developing a style. Mm. It is then uh, you can show, especially with editorial work, how you understand certain world happenings or how you can conceptualise a certain editorial theme mm. um, or a certain message. Yeah. Um, and then that just shows your thinking as well. So it's really that everything that's on the page in your portfolio just it, it shows your um, it shows your abilities, and so. Um, if this is what you want to do or any kind of field like this um, if you're a photographer or a wholly different kind of illustrator or um, a collage based illustrator um, uh, it's just important to have that direction of your portfolio and I think in developing a specific style um, that has got me mm. work as well, I know, and because people think it fits um, a certain brief or because it's a certain way, it, it fits with a certain kind of design direction yeah. for a publication or... Yeah, so it's um, just taking that bit of focus on where your work's going and always being conscious of that. And no matter what client briefs are coming in and if they might be the ones that... Um, tickle your fancy the most uh, if you're happy for that to be adding into your portfolio brilliant um, because even the past maybe even the past month or so I haven't done that much personal work 
Mm. Uh, and uh, that feels nice and refreshed from yeah. doing that. Um, trying to keep a balance, I guess, between the two and yeah. make sure you don't neglect one and, and or the other. Well, like yeah, and, well uh, yeah, and also you are, you are a human being. You're not, uh, you're not a, an illustrator who has to be... Because I think when I was young, I used to think, oh, I have to be doing something all the time mm. to be practising and, and, um, uh, and to just have stuff to share. But... Um, uh, that's not the case. No. I, I don't think that anymore. And so, just just switch off, and it's absolutely fine to do that. Yeah. So I, you know? I, that's something to pick up on that. That's something I, I'm thinking about right now because I'm always doing illustration work. Well, I'm trying to push this brand new style that I'm trying trying to cultivate and trying to create. Um, so when you say you don't have to always be working on it to improve it, mm. or not to improve it. Actually, sorry. Um, it's, sorry. Finish your question. I shouldn't. Uh, no, no, no. I was going to. It's just. I, I'm always trying to work on it and, and get it to the next stage, or trying to be better. You said it's good to have rest. Well, yeah, um, it's mm. just good. To, it's just good to switch off from whatever your creative practice right. is, or whatever uh, it is that you do full time as a living. Just because then, um, well, even um, you know, with most pieces of work, I will get to what I know in my head is ninety-five percent final art complete. But there'll be five percent that I know if I just go away, uh, just um, do something else for half an hour, or go for a walk around Elder Park, mm. or play a football manager for ten minutes, <laughs> and then if I just switch back onto it, yeah. I might actually switch back on and think, actually, that's that's fine. That's right. I'll sign that off. Or yeah. um, I might think, yeah, just add this wee bit into there. So it's 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 just flicking off that switch. Um, or again, I, I mean, I'm just saying what I do. This isn't mm. right f for everyone, yeah. but it's just because I, I, I think it's a very easy thing to, especially now. I think it's very easy to think that oh, I have to be doing stuff all the time to to get work, to be better, to to, to show that I'm busy. Mm. Um, but it, th that isn't that. That's just not the case. And you can enjoy things outside of your screen. Yeah, because uh, um, I remember reading an interview with Noma Bar and him saying how much. Sorry, you know who Noma Bar is. I don't. I don't okay, know. go and look at his work, and you'll absolutely recognise who he <laughs> is. Probably, well, I'm is he, he football based stuff? Or not? No, what well, he um uh, he uh, what can I say? oh so, uh, so you know the Handmaid's Tale, the new Handmaid's Tale yeah, book that yeah. came out, the the yeah. cover. Oh, the, the Testament so, cover. Yes, yeah, uh, that, he does beautiful front covers. Yeah. Um, He's just beautiful. All of his mm. work is beautiful. Uh, he, I remember reading that he go. He enjoys going to parks and just looking up and and looking and seeing the spaces between branches because his work's all about positive and negative space mm. and and visual metaphor. And uh, he he learns an enormous amount from what he sees between objects when he's out yeah. in the park. Right. So you know. Um, just emphasising it's 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 good to take a break from whatever you're doing and just have fun. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, and actually, yeah, and, and talk about styles and and with developing styles, it's funny how you might develop a style and then it takes uh, a year down the line to get a client brief in, mm. because don't forget with style, like you don't need like client briefs to justify what you do or or, or to make a style. Oh, relevant because it's being applied to a live brief. Mm. I mean, um, t t that's what you're. That's what you're striving. For, well, that's what I strive for to have that particular art direction be put into context in work or on a live brief. Mm. Um, but uh, it doesn't need that to to, to kind of validate it because there's a particular portrait style that I did, and I never thought that I, I just did it because I really liked the look of it. Uh, and it was a fun thing to do. Uh, it, I, I'm now doing it in a um, in a brief for a Premier League football club, Brilliant. and that's yeah. a set of portraits. Yeah. Uh, it was just because that was the right style for that right brief. You'd like to say who it is? Oh, oh no! Well, yeah, <laughs> the, the first one's out. It's for Arsenal. Um, so oh, there was yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, was yeah, the yeah. yeah for his, but what well, there were they're all for. Um, kind of legends birthdays um, and that was 
that was just a loose, fun, quite masculine. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. I, I, the, the exactly. talking about last night was one of the highlights. Yeah. The nice stripy yellow going on the back of his head. <coughs> oh, right, yeah. Really cool. Yeah, so again, that works just about, about space, really. Uh, mm. A tight colour palette using the Clubs 3 with one addition and then just, just having fun with it. Because, I, I mean, it, it doesn't look like it in any way, but um, as I learned from graphic novels I would say that's for me that style yeah. if I was to start doing figurative work like that and full scenes like that yeah. you know maybe I would maybe that would be a good direction for um, especially if there was a brief uh, social content doing a full scene in that style mm. that would be me kind of thinking of right how am I going to do this brief in that's my it, yeah. in what would be my kind of comic style I, I was going to ask about um, your, what's your view on the football illustration world? Uh, how, what do you think of the little community we've got going? Well, gonna, well it's really yeah, fantastic. Um, there are um, I've had briefs from other illustrators who have suggested for me for briefs, right, oh, and vice versa. Yeah. It's a community that seems to be about helping itself, which is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and there is, there, like, there is the fact that brands and broadcasters and publications, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, are using illustration uh, more and more. Um, and uh, with the communication channels that there are, and especially with how conscious clubs um, and broadcasters, um, and I guess that's driven by the clubs fundamentally how much conscious effort they're putting into content and, um, and also presentation as well I imagine yeah. too with how it visually it attracts new people yeah. as well as just you know yeah. keeping it there for the fans that are part of it anyway. yeah yeah but um, and don't forget it's um, uh, so I guess kind of looking at it as a uh, as a full time illustrator, mm. um, it is something you do in the same way that a carpenter is a carpenter or um, yeah. a mechanic is a mechanic, and so um, it is a it is a um, it's a creative service that you're providing, and there is more of a need, or there are more channel opportunities with that mm. um, for you to be able to do that, which is brilliant, yeah. um, and. Uh, yeah, it seems to be um, a vibrant place. How, how do you mean it's, it's like a carpenter? I, I didn't really quite get that. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> as in, um, it's it's a like it's a trade that you do, um, uh, mm. uh, and so in the same way that um, Joe Blogs can need a staircase being built. Uh, so um, need yeah, you know, brands. Um, I don't know where the carpenter thing came from, but it was, um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it was just you know, it is. Um, Something that's needed, they are. Yeah, it's something that, and and the more um, channel opportunities there are, the more opportunities there are for you. You know, Mm -hmm. I saw Kevin McGiven did some work for um, Amazon recently to promote their um, US Open coverage. Mm -hmm. So if you think in terms of new media, you've got live streaming of sports, you've got Amazon's live broadcasting opportunities, and, you know, the way that Netflix... um, so Netflix can tailor the promo art that you see in your account based on the choices that you've made, and um, that's spooky, isn't it? Yeah. So then you you can have multiple um, executions for the same yeah. program or the same movie, and so. Um, I wonder if the designer likes that. I wonder if they, they get to a desk and have to, you have to create six different artworks for this comedy special. Me. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if they. Like, oh, I just one really good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, some of them can be very different, and right. so I, I mean, I assume that they have different people working on the different, on different doing, institutions. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought the football illustration world was fantastic. I think we're, we're all very supportive of each other, and whenever someone gets a job, they're like, "Oh, fantastic work!" and and it's it's really nice. And like, say, people are handing other jobs to, to around, mm-hmm. and like um, Dave will introduce me to, to Lee Moore, and he's, he's a fantastic bloke, and he's mm-hmm. given me some work, and I work with. Swindon through him and uh, through his creative players um, agency, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's it's, it's really really cool, <coughs> nice little industry, and it's been great meeting everyone, especially yeah. doing podcasts with everyone, and that's how I've been introduced to it. 
but I, I was going to ask you about the getting into it, getting a bit more recognised, and getting onto the client lists and, and going around all the agencies and sort of um, building up a bit of reputation in the industry and, and getting to some level like you are at. What would your advice be to younger designers, people like myself, who are just starting up in the industry? Um, so uh, I guess there, if you think of two, I guess two different ants or two different strands to an answer, they'd be building your own portfolio and then getting your work seen. Right. So um, you can do the best work in the world, but if it's not seen by, yeah. Yeah. and it's, it's also, it's, it's, right it's by the right people. Um, it doesn't matter if you have 10,000 followers, if yeah. you don't have any art directors, um, but that's fine if you, if you, if that's the audience you're after, mm. fine. But if you are wanting to be having your work seen by a relevant audience, because yeah. um, um, <clears throat> social media numbers mean nothing to me at all. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's it's nice and fine, and thank you very much for liking my work. That that's very mm. kind, but and. And, and it is a dangerous thing because it's something that I've, it, it, I can see how it would be a thing that people can look at and get too much, you know, because people can can yeah. think that that, have, that is a validation of themselves. Oh, and, God, there's, um, a, there's a couple of artists that recently have been talking about the fact that they've passed on a job to some other illustrator and the first question they asked was, how many followers does that artist have? And I thought that's shocking. Oh, I've seen that. Um, the, yeah, I was, I've. I've I, I, there was one the, the other week, and, he, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't know what's going on there then, because I've, well, I've never been asked that question ever. The thing Ooh. is, I am sub. Um, look, I do not mean to. I just can't ever imagine that happening, no. frankly. And I yeah. don't. And this, um, it might have happened to someone, uh, and I apologise if uh, they um, mm. are offended by me saying I can't believe that that would ever happen. No, I've never. And it's. I, th I, th I think it's something that um, it's one of those things that can be spoken about too much. That frankly just doesn't. Mm. Just. Um, um, talk about something infinitely more yeah. positive and better than, um, than that kind of thing. But anyway, yes, yeah. uh, so getting seen by relevant people. Um, so first off, uh, I guess, um, think about what type of work you want to do. Um, so what, uh, do you want to be a photographer or an illustrator um, or a typographer? Um, and then um, uh, just throw yourself into that do what you can to do your own work so you've got examples of work that you really would love to get yeah. paid for basically yeah. but also don't worry about uh how you get to where you get mm. as well you know there was there was a lot of veering away from places to get to where i got yeah well, uh, uh, to get to where i am now so you know, I, I didn't study, I didn't study fine art. No. Um, I make, I'm still learning and making things up as I go along. And, mm. and look, and don't forget, everyone is making things up as they go along. Mm. No one's, no one's a true expert at anything because, well, I can probably be easily disproven by that saying, but um, <laughs> I, what I'm trying to say is that, um, um, thing, yeah. yeah, look, um, uh, what, hap what works for someone isn't going to work for you. Yeah. And that is just their experience. That's just their viewpoint. Um, so uh, don't worry about necessarily what type of work you get at the beginning um, or what you're doing to pay the bills or to have an income because that, think of it as a way to support what you really want to do. Mm. Um, and then there's no excuse for not being able to find at least some of the people you would want to work for and with now when you think of all the the online tools that we have okay. to find who okay so who works at um who works at x football club and who works in y department at x football club and who does z job in y department at x football club yeah you know um you can do that and there are uh, again things work for different people some people use behance LinkedIn works really well for me, um, okay, and yeah. don't forget it is a professional tool yeah. as well. So um, uh, don't think of it as being for people that wear suits yeah. all day. Um, uh, so 
find out who like think about who you would love to work for and find out or you don't necessarily have to find out the exact necessary person mm. yourself do projects that or do personal work that can form a type of a project or shows multiple executions or an idea spread across different different touch points um, so it's not just an illustration you're creating a, a more more depth in your portfolio. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, so in your portfolio, you've got more than just one-off examples. So uh, the home stadium illustrations I do. Yeah. So um, uh, some very nice coverage on Creative Boom then got me uh, directly a commission for um, Rouleur. It's a cycling magazine. Nice. And I know that was from that yeah. article. And I've gotten work from... Often it is um, other kind of design blogs and news sites. They like to see projects as a case study. Um, You know, I saw a really nice roundup roundup, um, interview um, with uh, Dan Layden recently on Creative Review. And that was a great roundup of um, his work and his and he always does things well, I think, in terms of a, a, a case study of an approach to a certain set of work. He shares it out there, yeah. and then it's on to the next. And if you look at his the way that he categorises his website, um, his, the work on his website, um, I think he has he shows that kind of approach, you know. Um, and so, how you structure your work as well. Because if you say you want to do... So I love doing editorial work. Uh, editorial work tends to be one-off visuals. Yeah. But if across my portfolio, if, it, if I just have lots of one-off um, illustrations, it's going to look a little bit flat in terms of the, the depth of its thinking. Yes. So when you do an ad campaign, for example, um, that can be the one campaign message across multiple executions mm-hmm. um, or the one campaign message across multiple um, products that are needing to be shown to be on display or in use. Yep. Um, so, but and uh, kind of allow yourself some time to get to the point when you know the answers to those questions as well. You know, I can say that um, having been doing this for a few years, but don't feel that if you're not, if you don't know what you want to do, that's absolutely fine. Mm. That's brilliant. Don't worry about it. It, it, it will come. Yeah. Just, it will. Just let things. Um, if you if you're giving it everything that you've got, or if you, and that doesn't mean working twenty four hours a day, but um, it, if you're giving it the energy you feel that you've got inside you to give it, then um, the dots will connect. Okay. You know, there's like a natural process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A natural process that just influence as much as you can, and then let 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 the world take care of the rest. Yeah. Are there any projects that you haven't done that you would like to do? Is there anything that you can think of that like yeah, definitely passionate to do and Um, just to kind of put it out there for people? um, Yes, absolutely. Uh, What's what would be the, the 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 best one to say first? (laughs) Um, I'd really like to work with Penguin or another publisher on doing a set of covers of some classics nice uh, and very specifically some classics and and to do it as a set where I don't know if they're all released at a certain time for a certain reason Mm -hmm. you know each one is working with only maybe two or three colours in the palette and they all kind of work together as a set I'd really love to do that if Vanity Fair ever did an illustrative cover, that would be amazing. Mm. Um, a New Yorker cover is, well, that's just every illustrative. That's, that, yeah. that's, uh, that's the dream, I guess. That would yeah. be fantastic. But um, um, uh, obviously, well, the reason you start kind of personal work often is that, oh, I'd love to see this in context. So... Yeah. Um, I'd love to do the front cover of either a football club or a particular competition's final um, mm. to do a stadium on the final cover that would be nice. fantastic. So, you know, the reason for doing the home stadiums was, was is, you know, a, 
home stadium as the front cover um, mm. it'd be great to see that kind of really transplanted into the real world um, I, um, I'd love to start doing more, well I've done, I've done a fair amount of animations in the past yeah. um, storyboards but they're and they're they tend to be the company explainer type videos. Um, nice, soft look and feel, but I'd really love to be given um, given a brief where I might well actually work as the art director on it because I would get Asvaldo Cosanova to do the illustrations, but I'd love to art direct him on it. Amazing. And um, that is something that I am consciously actually working on next yeah. to... to, to, to have animated examples of my own work and then start having examples of if I was given a brief and left alone with it um, this is what I would do if I got to work with this animator and this illustrator mm. um, so I'd like to start well, it's a sort of showing your work in different directions and, open, and being open to that so if somebody did approach you you say oh but yeah I've got an example here of what we could kind of do for yeah. you and yeah yeah, yeah but also, also yeah because also I am uh, I am not right for every brief That's and it, yeah. um, other people are brilliant at what they do yeah. and um, um, I'd like to have uh, I think my portfolio needs to start being rounded out more by having some art direction examples in there. Mm -hmm. And animation is a field that I've worked in, um, but I've not gotten to do what I'd like to do. But I think it's because um, uh, the brief hasn't come to me directly or because often they're based on examples that I've done with a certain agency in the past, yeah. which is fine and fantastic and brilliant. It's just, um, uh, well, it's about filling that hole that I see with what I want to do eventually. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but, but take, taking the um, the football stadium stuff you do, and actually sort of showing how how you've gotten to do a personal project and then taking it to a real project, the football stadium illustrations you've done an amazing poster series. And then, did you approach the FA to do the FA Cup ones, or did you? Or no. Did it come to you? Um, so I was. It was a contact that we'd spoken in the past. I'd introduced him to my work, and he was aware of the stadiums that I did, and. Um, there was myself and as with any brief before I was an illustrator I worked um, in studio management in, in ad agencies yeah. um, so and whenever you're working on briefs whenever an illustrator was required you'd pull together um, mood boards and, and, and a couple of examples or, or a couple of illustrators to um, whose work we're going to make the final selection from. Mm -hmm. So uh, there was me and two others, I believe, um, and it was um, kind of, I said, uh, the semi-final cover would be absolutely ideal to be uh, stadium-based, and this is how I would do it. Um, and frankly... I, that is probably the reason why they would have had me within that mix anyway yeah. i'm sure um because the two others and it's great that there was a short list like this uh were very different illustrators to myself they already seen what they wanted and they can give them exactly what they've seen yeah, yeah. so yeah so if, if a young person was taking a personal project take myself i want to go to use myself in example. <laughs> so yeah. i want to work with swansea city or a big club uh -huh. <laughs> Sort of a bit close, Swansea. Um, Premier League next year, coming back. But, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so I want to work with Swansea City. How, how do I have, I have a personal project, say, uh, social media graphics for every match. I want to do a, a little promo, a little uh, illustration for, their, for every single home game. Uh -huh. how, do I take, how do I start doing illustration work for as a personal project to make them get noticed by the club? And uh, okay, do I so reach out to them, try email them? Um, uh, so, do you know who uh, works in communications or um, or in social media or in media? So, I, I, I do personally, yeah. But yeah, okay. so that's, where, so that's where you would go. You go and find out who it is. Yeah. yeah. And then um, you could have a nice wee set of uh, your work printed okay. on nice paper stock and present it in a certain way and have it. And you could go hand it in to reception. Mm, and say uh, and you know what why don't you hand it in a reception with um, a donut in a box a, uh, a wee box either a single Krispy Kreme or a little box of three uh, and a little note to say look if you don't like my work at least you've had a memorable experience nice. eating some donuts or whatever <laughs> you would propose really to mm. give 
because so don't forget um, so they will get approached um, so just try and make uh, your try and raise your hand that little bit higher and then when they come and look at the page they can mm. see the quality of the work mm. so uh, I would I would think about that uh, so think about what work you would want to do for the club do some examples of it create that work and then make sure it's shown so you could um, you could send an email um, uh, if you wanted to or you could send something through the post if you wanted to um, what, whatever kind of feels right because it might be something that um, you want to show them online because there's some motion element to it um, or you want to show them how something would work online so maybe you, you do it that way um, and then follow up as well you know um, uh, there can be times when you first speak to a contact um, way back when and then it's some time down the line that um, that you that your work is right for a brief or they might have seen a new piece of work that you've done and think oh, I'm yeah. um, X guy would be exactly right for, oh, yeah. for Y brief you know so um, don't worry if time goes by and you don't hear anything um, everyone's busy blah 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 and just a polite follow up if it's in a week or two weeks time you know it's a good answer that I don't know I don't know I don't know well, that's a nice gift is a good idea as well yeah. uh, um, there's a place in Glasgow called um, Tantrum Donuts I've done that regularly especially when going into well uh, I've done it two two well, more than two occasions, but on two different reasons. Going in for a portfolio meeting, so going in with my physical book to meet ex design director and hello. Mm. Um, and uh, there's a there's a place in the city that I do uh, a, f- uh, a reasonable amount of work with, and it's it's really nice work as well. So whenever I pop in to see them, just to say hi, because um, one of them has bought a football shirt from me actually two people there have bought football shirts from me and um, Pete's played football in the games that I've organised before so I'll pop in there with some little treats yeah. now and again nice that's a really smart way of doing it it's memorable as well yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's just it's just everyone likes donuts and it's a clever way of getting yeah. noticed yeah um, yeah that's great so have you got any uh, other advice for, for young young creatives or, or new people starting out um, trying to reach the, reach the top levels um uh well first off and this might be a funny answer um uh to a question about that subject but don't listen don't listen too much to what other people say Mm. really and uh i'm just from the viewpoint that you can have two brilliant creative directors sat in front of you but they might both like or they might both be looking for something different from mm. um, from a new copywriter that they're looking for or for um, a new designer. What I would say is, um, listen, just keep your ears open and make your keep your ears open and make your own decisions. Um, is probably it. You know, listen to um, listen to others, learn from others. There's every resource out there to learn what you can now, or at least. Um, do the legwork to try and find out how to do something yeah. and fill that that time that you get to do your own stuff make sure that's stuff that you really want to do you know um uh there there are obviously times when it's good to listen to another voice who might say actually if you had more examples of this type of work in your portfolio you could get some more work um, absolutely listen to that when it's right but also don't don't do the work that other people are telling you to do because I and this will always stick with me and it's the most one of the most memorable things I think you could ever um, want to hear and it was from <clears throat> I think it was a short video interview on the BBC sports website with Stanley Chow and it's the one when Oh, sorry. No, I think it might not be from that. I think I saw it on Vimeo a couple of, a few years ago. It was an interview with him in his studio, and he was saying, and it might he might have been answering the same question. And he said that when he started doing portraits in the style that he did, his agent or his agent at the time 
said, well, if you're going to do work like that, we don't know how to get you work. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, I mean, that's a a lesson, you know. Look, that isn't to say that you shouldn't listen to people um, um, at times, you know. Mm. Um, You know, not every case is like that and is and is as extreme as that because if you think of i mean he's um he, he's he's absolutely in terms of a footballer he's he's paolo maldini you know mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for, for people who don't know who stands stands working there with people who are not into this football illustration uh, world he's got yeah he is the football portrait guy mm. uh, he, he does all, all the portraits fantastically and if someone's saying you can't get your work from that style is a bit ridiculous well, well, well look, um, yeah. um, like like it might have been the case that they hadn't seen portraits being used in that context yeah, before. Didn't I guess know how um, to market that. Yeah, um, so it was all on their part, maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. obviously a lesson on both sides. Yeah, yeah. But I think also I remember somebody said to me once that artists—it's an opinion <coughs> of you of what what you see in it, and if you believe in it, as long as you keep pushing what you want to do and yeah. you're passionate, that'll come out in your work. It's better to do that than do something that you really are not passionate about. Yeah. Um, and a friend of mine, similar situation. He was um, he was on the podcast a few months ago, and he basically was doing this one cartoon style for years and years and years, and then all of a sudden he wanted to go into surrealist illustration and surrealism. Yeah. And they said we don't know what to do. You can either do 50-50 if you want to carry on doing uh-huh. that for us or can do your surrealism on your own time. Yeah. He's like, no, I want to do this. So he ended the contract with them and went with somebody else eventually. Right. But it was the bravery that he had to make yeah. that decision for himself. So not a lot of people probably wouldn't do that, but yeah. he knew inside that that was the right decision for him and his style. And yeah, and you know, it's um, uh, again, it is w- what's right for you. So mm. uh, people might think that it's you have to have an agent. Um, mm. That's, that, not, the that's not the case. You don't have to have an agent. And if you do have an agent, it's important to have the right agent as well, you know. Mm. So yeah, be open to listening to other people um but again like um your work has like it has to be your 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 decision as well at the end you know but also don't feel that you have to make a decision about what you want to do just because you've graduated or you graduated last year um um you might be really into photography right now but um you might learn, uh, I don't know, there might be a project where you get to use a certain VR tool and you get super into that. So, and, and also don't th- think that you have to make decisions now about, right, I'm going to be, um, I want to work in editorial design. And well, I, everything has to be planned out. Yeah. You, you can take it as it comes. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, that's good. Um, is there anything you want to ask? So I'm trying to think. Well, I was going to say, uh, what's your best purchase under £100? Yeah. I mean, oh man! It can um, be design. It can be non-design. Whatever you like. The best purchase under one hundred pounds. Um. Uh, right. I am going to come to a decision, and that decision is. <laughs> um, best purchase under one hundred pounds. You know what? Well. Um, Ask me this question tomorrow and I might give you another answer. Okay. But I'll say it now because it's just what's coming front to mind now. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a... Uh, now I'm having to think about football shirts that I've actually <laughs> bought. Um, <laughs> oh, um, yes. a uh, Well, actually, um, I'm going to say because Greg got me it when... So a mate and, um, well, Greg and Lisa went to Japan for a trip and I gave Greg a certain amount of money and said, can you just get a Japanese shirt for me? Amazing. It'll be one that I'll probably never wear, mm. but it will be hung up and will be one that you and Lisa got me from Japan. Mm. Uh, so I'll say that. Amazing. Actually, yeah, I'll say that. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. Uh, have you got any life advice, so rather than design advice, uh, life advice for anyone, really? Any- Anything you've heard or anything? Um, you've lost, you've lost just, um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry to cough. Uh, oh, just enjoy yourself. Yeah. That um, just plain and simple. Enjoy yourself. Um, uh, it. Uh, I mean, I, I like to think I've got a pretty good and strong work ethic, and, and I, um, you know, value the the energy you put into things like work. But that isn't. Um, 
uh, work, so life is to be enjoyed at, uh, uh, at the yeah. um, uh, at the end of everything. So um, just enjoy yourself. That's it. Full, full stop. You know. Stop the lights. Yeah, yes. Definitely. And put your phone down now and again. It's fine. <laughs> so are you, are you into are you into not being on social media and, and relaxing and being um, away oh, from screens? Um, not enormously, because right. um, it, it's just um, for maybe three days. I just not look at it, and it's fine. Right. And the world is still spinning, See and that, it's fantastic. That's crazy, so three days. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'll pop on and I'll see. Um, uh, I'll see, and, and and I'll just check my feed, yeah. see what's happening. But I don't worry about sharing anything. Mm. I don't feel I need to sh- share what what I'm working on today until it's finished and, and I'm ready to show it. Um, and also, it's just nice. Um, um, I'll believe me. I'll still catch up on all, all the news online as I do during the day. But um, it's it's nice to not <clears throat> pick up your phone the first thing you do in the morning. You know, yeah. Uh, one thing that came up in yesterday's podcast was not looking at other people and, and yeah. just focusing yeah. on your own work. Yeah. Um, something that I probably struggle with, or, or even this morning I was looking at, looking at Instagram. I don't need to look at it, like you say. Uh, and, and I was like, oh, I, in my head I was thinking, why am I looking at Instagram? I don't need to look at it. Mm. But, um, look, there's, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's fantastic if you can get to, to look at stuff that you love to look at all the time. Mm. But um, it, it, it's, it seems to be a thing that if you allow it to have your eyes all the time, it can just, because if you think of what an enormous thing for mankind, this huge, great step, of a communication tool that we now have yeah. and the way it can be manipulated mm. but also all the great it can do as well and um, with anything like that the more that you use it the more um, um, influence you can let it have you know or because um, you can look at other uh, other illustrators yeah. work too much um, it's brilliant to, to learn from other people, but y- mm. you don't want to let that influence you too much. Or, and you don't want to start thinking, oh, wish I had that idea. Or um, <clears throat> it's easy to think that um, it's easy to think that certain people are getting the best briefs all the time mm. because um, you well, it's easy to think that anyone's living their best life all the time if you just yeah, by go right. by what you see. Yeah. Mm. On there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, <coughs> I don't know if that's an age thing as well, because like I, I've turned 30 this year and I don't feel that <coughs> as much as I used to in my early 20s. When I started in illustration, mm-hmm. that's anybody got a better job than me. I got frustrated, got frustrated if I wasn't getting the commissions I wanted, um, if I wasn't being paid enough. Whereas now I'm a lot more, I'd say a lot more calm, a lot more relaxed about that and I just take things as it yeah. comes now. Yeah. So I don't know if it's an age thing or if it is just it is a social media issue or something, I don't know. Um, and, and everything will everything will be all right in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just think social media is a place where things can explode very quickly. Um, it's very easy to think that it's only a bad place. It's absolutely not. It's no. brilliant. Uh, it's fantastic. But it's just um, live in the real world first, and then live in that world second. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think about that a second. Live in the real world first, and then live in the social media world second. Yeah. Mm. It's a really good point, but but also um, 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 when I say that world, I just mean just putting your phone down, yeah, and just um, looking around and going outside for a walk, or yeah. um, just taking a break from your screen, yeah. or reading a book, or a magazine. We talked a lot about yesterday, quite a lot, and I said to you because I go for a walk every morning for about an hour, yeah, just to get my my brain going and everything else, and to separate me from my job. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get back in, make a drink, sit down, do my emails, do all my work, and then try yeah. and finish at about six. But just having that little bit of a, a break away from everything and just going outside for it yeah. just makes you feel so much better, I found. Um, and um, uh, you'll find what natural way you like to work because um, uh, I like to work in the evenings. Mm. Um, so I'll have um, kind of later afternoon, I'll maybe um, just have a wee break and, and do some um, non-work stuff. And then I like to work in the evenings mm. um, to make not just make up that time, but I like to work in the evenings mm. as well. Anyway, I, I used to I used to be like a nice evening guy, but then I went a bit silly. I got like 
really late evenings. Okay. <laughs> what sort of times are you thinking of? Uh, and you work at? Oh, I don't know. Well, um, you could be done by ten, and okay. it's brilliant. Yeah. You could be done by eleven, and it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, uh, or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I don't remember the last time we worked through the night was on was um, uh, for a, an academic hand in, so that was different. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, I'd probably say by midnight, one o'clock, unless it's an urgent Health deadline. Time. Just yeah. just yeah. relax now. Yeah. That's the thing you say about urgent deadlines. From everyone that every one of the top sports illustrators I speak to, they're always like when when they're when they're really working, they're they're really always on. They're always crazy busy. They always got loads of projects, and it's you know getting really late nights up early, and it's, it seems a bit crazy. It seems a bit manic. Um, uh, but then well, they're balancing kids as well. They're balancing other stuff, so I can understand. Well, the, um, there are um, there are obviously different time scales with different types of work as well mm. um, you know there are some there are people like Kevin McGiven and Phil Galloway um, and Dave O'Flanagan who are basically like fine artists in the painterly work that they do but look um, you, you just find a way um, and, and, and uh, manage your time as well so your diary and your schedule um, enjoy um, at least keeping a hold on that side of things um, so because uh, as long as it's something that you can control um, that you've got on top of then that's fine and just always make sure that you've got the time that you need to do the work that is right and that you feel is right as well um, yeah. you know don't think that you have to be I think it's like you know again it's an easy thing to think that well, no, that's not right, not right the way to phrase it, but um, I think um, uh, it is, uh, there, there's a pitfall to thinking that you have to be working all the hours to be busy or to be successful or to be good, but you, but you don't, mm. and you'll just find a balance. Okay. Mm. Last question uh, is, how do you want to be remembered? And so the uh. one. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if I've asked this before. Did I ask it on the football creative? Um, what question, sorry? How do you want to be remembered? Oh, no, I don't think it, I've ever been asked that. I don't think so, maybe. No, I don't think I have. Um, how do I want to be remembered? Um, um, as, as someone who tried to make things that looked good and was a pretty decent goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, nice. probably that. Good way to be remembered. That'll be all right. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Let's play a bit of FIFA. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening or watching this episode of the Football Creative Podcast. If you did enjoy it, please do share it around on social media and give it a like, give it a subscribe. Um, Whatever you can do to just get the word out there, take a screenshot, share it on social media, um, Instagram stories, tag it at Creative Waffle, at the Football Creative. You know, all that stuff, all the other social media stuff helps. I'm really trying to push it this year of the Football Creative stuff and the Creative Waffle podcast as well. Um, if you don't know about the Creative Waffle podcast, it's more of a, a design-based chat or an illustration-based chat. Um, more, just not really football stuff. <laughs> it's basically the same thing, but not football. So um, you probably enjoy that as well. If you're a creative, check it out. You're on the right channel. And uh, thank you very much for listening. I'll uh, see you in the next episode that you watch. <laughs>